Welcome everybody, I'm Misty Burrell, the owner of Mindful Living Wellness Center here in Salt Lake City, Utah. A place to bring intentional healing and balance through physical, mental, and emotional care. Our goal is to help you in your journey through education of self-sustaining tools such as talk therapy, life coaching, emotional wellness, mindful yoga, and any variety of healing and wellness. Our purpose for these podcasts are to share information about staying well, however that may look like for you, our listener. Thank you for joining us and welcome to Please Wash Your Hands. Okay, hello everyone. My name is Alex Olive, and I've taken over the podcast for today. I'm holding Misty Captain. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> I'm here with Sage, and we are both currently students in college, and we were asked today to kind of just talk about how we feel about returning back to school. Should we go to school? Should we not? Kind of that. A lot of things to talk about. Yeah. I guess we should start, like, say what our thoughts are about us going back to school. Okay. If you want to go first. Um, it's a loaded thing. I have a lot of mixed feelings about going back to school. And a lot of mixed feelings about what that would look like. I know, like, I know some friends who have decided to take the semester off, but I'm going back to school, and up until like a couple days ago, I was under the illusion that we were going to be... Actually, some of my classes I thought we were going to be online, some I thought we were going to be in person, and yeah. it was all just this big mess of... <clears throat> What are you hiding from me? <laughs> yes! It feels very hidden the way they're doing it. Oh, absolutely. Okay, so for some reference, at our institution, March 13th was the day that they announced that we were not going to be returning back to school from spring break, and we finished our spring semester fully remote, but throughout the summer, they've kind of been dropping little things. They email us once a week and call it the COVID-19 fall update, and it'll be little videos, very cheesy videos, very scripted. And things that aren't helpful. <laughs> yeah, very unhelpful. Read from a teleprompter. Like, for example, yeah. one of the videos was like, it's just like members of like staff and faculty being like, and I'm going to wear my mask this fall. And it's like, yeah, no shit. Well, <laughs> like, and the thing is, like, yeah, that's probably a public conversation for like majority of America. Like, we've seen like people throw complete fits protest showing up to public buildings with guns mm-hmm. <laughs> saying they're not going to wear masks because it's you know infringing on their rights or whatever but at our school because we do know like the demographic of our school is so do you think we should say what school we go to we're allowed to have an opinion my degree they're not gonna take do you think they'll take away no but i am very careful always yeah but i feel like this isn't a secret i feel like i talk my shit in person do you want me to bleep out your name in the beginning minus the last name okay yeah we go to westminster here Mm -hmm. in salt lake Mm -hmm. and it's just like we know that one we're a small school so there's not a lot of opinions to be had yeah (laughs) just factually and then two 
it's very liberal, like the mm-hmm. demographic. And even then, college educated people are also going to be people who are, stick more with science. So mm-hmm. the whole idea of like that being like, oh, I'm wearing my mask isn't even like a controversy. <clears throat> like everyone will probably show up with a mask on and won't like be fighting you. Yeah. It. Yeah. And, I think it'd be worse if you didn't wear a mask around the campus. You'd oh, probably get a lot more oh, absolutely. flack from people. Yeah, absolutely. And which I would too. I would uh, go yeah. in. Absolutely. Come on, guys. All our safety. <laughs> yeah. All our safety. That just irritates me because there are questions that students want answered, and it just seems like these are like a set frequently asked questions mm-hmm. thing that a company, or in this case, our school, just came up with and decided this is the information mm-hmm. we get when that's not necessarily information that we want. Yeah. Or that we're curious to know. Yeah, it's just like what they can. So is that really throw helpful? Out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And also, let's mention the fact that there's still an 8% tuition increase. Oh, yeah. Despite the fact that we're not getting the small one-on-one teaching with our instructors that is so prided when we're recruiting students. Yeah. Yeah, Like, appeal, I guess, is literally that we are a small, one-on-one, close-knit community. Mm -hmm. And those things like dissolve in a pandemic yeah. at least i think physically they should but yeah but this isn't a rant about money <laughs> well yeah it's not it's not it's not although going back to school in a pandemic is very much so about money there's no way you can oh that. yeah most definitely well they kept the eight percent tuition increase for what for what and also going back to what did we say being lied to? Did we? I said illusion. Yeah, the illusion. <laughs> uh, but yeah, being lied to. You know, so they're sending out these updates about the coronavirus. And they're talking about, we want to do what's best for your safety. All classes will have the option. They said you could have the option to be in person or be online. Yes or no? Yes. And they're saying that, and then not all the classes are hybrid. Mm -hmm. For example, me. I have this one teacher who's just been awful since the start of my college career. Satan. And his class is only face-to-face. And I'm like, okay, I could probably handle it. Face-to-face, it's a small class, you know, like I can wear my mask and stick to a corner, right? Right. But then he sends out a syllabus and it's saying, also, if you're going to be absent for any classes, you need a physician's note or else your attendance grade will be docked. And the attendance grade overall is 15%, which you're probably like, okay, well, don't miss class that much. And it really won't affect your grade that bad at all. But if only you knew why this man was called Satan, because his classes are genuinely so hard to pass. You can ask me, any alumni who are in the same field that I am will say that his classes are, he is very biased as a grader. And although there are rumors about... (laughs) (laughs) Never mind. But (laughs) yeah, I'll tell you later about that one. 
But it, it's like most of his classes, for example, I had a class with him my sophomore year in the fall semester. And there was, I think, seven people in the class. And within the first couple weeks of school, three people dropped the class because it was so hard. And on the day of the final exam, only one of the students of the four of us left for sure knew she was going to pass this class. The rest of us were like worried that if we didn't get a certain grade on our final, we wouldn't get the C to get credit for it. Mm-hmm. Well, and I'm not even in that area, and I've heard just so many people talk about oh, this how, is awful. Like, I don't understand one beyond like his policy with COVID. I don't understand how an educator, educator in air quotes, um, <laughs> is continued to be employed by an educational institution. Mm-hmm. When he clearly when, doesn't want to educate. Yeah, if, the thing is, if, all, if so many people fail out of the, his class or have to retake his class or like have consistently low grades in, that, in his classes and not in anyone, any else, mm-hmm. any other classes, like it's not the students. And I don't... It makes me... Yeah, so... That's just the thing about the illusion of going back to Westminster safely is... I feel like one thing is being said to make sure that we keep paying them and we don't drop out because the retention rates are low. And they got me there. I'm not going to lie. Obviously, I'm still going. I can transfer my credits. Yeah, these, these credits are not transferable, so... Well, as electives, yeah, but... Yeah. That's funny. Love, love it or hate it, they're getting my money. The thing with that professor's attendance policy that really irks me is, like, if you need a physician's note, like, if someone has symptoms or, like, wakes up with symptoms or even, like, the idea of a little bit of a cough or something oh yeah symptoms of COVID-19 if nobody caught that (laughs) the virus that's really ended the world (laughs) um so if anyone's experiencing any of those they have to get a doctor's note before they come into I mean yeah they don't come into class no they have you can miss class but you need a doctor's note if you want those points for your grade, which those points really have been make it or break it for me. Like I have to go to every single class. And okay, because they've been like make it or break it for you, you know that like that scares me even more because because I could go to class with those symptoms and get other people sick, or yeah. other people might do that too. Exactly, exactly, and and that's just that's terrifying especially when our campus-wide policy is that if you are sick or having symptoms don't show up you can't come to campus and but this man is notorious for not matching any campus-wide policies and he has gotten away with it in the past i'm not gonna lie i sent an email to the dean and the dean told me pretty much said this is a valid concern however Some classes have to be in person, such as science labs, field courses, or performance slash studio classes, which for the audience's information, this class is not any. It's just another excuse to protect this man who is human Satan. (laughs) And on that note... (laughs) So, we were thinking a fun thing that we could do is 
read some opinions of people who are in favor of going back to school and kind of just talking about what they have to say. Okay, I want to start with this one. This woman says, her name is Amy and she's from Facebook. She says, I absolutely hate that others are making choices for my kids' school options. I'm really struggling with the pathetic choices I have been given. I'm angry and I feel like we are being controlled in every aspect of our lives. I don't feel that the state of Oregon has any rights to a private school's choices. Sorry, I'm also trying to correct her grammar while reading this on the fly. I don't feel the state of Oregon has any rights to a private school's choices when they don't fund or oversee that institution. My poor high school kid just freaking wants to go back to school. Yes, I would send both of my kids back to school immediately. They are not a 90-year-old immunocompromised person, so they'll be just fine. I'm just over that one thing. It's okay, but school isn't. I'm just over it all. FYI, I also feel like this is a huge political show of power. People, you better friggin' vote. And I also want to point out that she used um, freaking before and friggin' with G's <laughs> for the last sentence. <laughs> oh my. What do you think about that? <laughs> what do you have to say to Miss um, Amy? Amy? Miss friggin' Amy. Miss <laughs> friggin' Amy. Oh, Amy. I just um, think... I think it's the last vote got I mean the last sentence got me the people you better friggin vote I'm like Amy the people in office are the ones wanting us going back to school that's why we're going back to school yeah I agree I agree (laughs) I I don't know exactly the details of what's happening in Washington Oregon Oregon (laughs) so it's all the same to me it's friggin Oregon it's friggin Oregon okay um yeah, I don't know the details of what's going on with their, like, I guess, state government as far as reopening schools in the fall go, but I need to read it. Really well, much, to so. me, it's sounding like they're not letting them go back to school, and it's a private school, so I'm sure Amy's upset. She's paid you know, money oh. for this online, oh, but... I'm sure. Hi, Amy. There's a that. whole population of college age students paying to go back to school when they don't want to either do you really have to be in private school when you're in high school (laughs) and also if you're forking out that money for private school are you really that is it really that big of a deal that your child goes back to uh, that's kind of a shitty thing to say i feel like but also i'm like because i know some people like bust their ass to put their kids in private school yeah but yeah that's I feel like the nature of Miss Amy's post makes me feel otherwise. Well, I think, I think a lot of people's opinions around COVID and like schools reopening are very, very selfish. And like, Mm -hmm. that's really obvious in that. And it's kind of just frightening for me to hear stuff like that because yeah, okay. Immunocompromised people and elderly people are, mm, like higher or affected by this more Mm -hmm. but that doesn't mean like children or teenagers are completely immune well yeah and what about kids at the at school who have asthma or something yeah literally literally or like chronic diseases or things like that it's like 
What about them? Mm-hmm. I think in that post, it, what, it just really scares me because there's such a lack of empathy or understanding that, like, the way we act in these in these crazy times and mm-hmm. pandemic times um, is very affecting of other people. I just, like, I know some people, like, I know some people probably want their kids to go back to school because, like, their kids want to. No, I And they want that, like, social interaction again. But I also feel like you need to put a foot down as a parent Mm -hmm. at some point with that. To be fair, that's pretty easy for us to say because we're not parents. But, like, we're not in that situation ourselves. But also... Oh, I know my parents would have done that. No, yeah, that that too. They would have been like, shut up. Literally. They would have been like, Alex, you talk too much and we're tired of it. Well, and, like, yeah, school is, like, a very, very important part of, like, socialization and that just, yeah, the social aspect of school is really important to like child development but Mm -hmm. there's much homeschooled people who are doing just fine before yeah (laughs) and like maybe that's well that probably is simplifying it too much but to an extent well and some people are saying like well i can't teach my kids and it's like nobody's asking to be the teacher if you can complain on facebook about it you could log into your your student zoom meeting yeah to listen to the real teacher. Mm-hmm. But also, I hate the idea of people thinking that parents aren't involved in education. Because mm-hmm. that is, like, the one of the hugest parts is it really starts at home. And, like, even if they were in person, you should still be involved with your kid. Mm-hmm. I hate a type of parent to not know what's going on in their kid's school life. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't know what your kid did for homework today? Did you ask if they needed help? Mm-hmm. Did you ask them maybe they were stressed? I know personally, my mom would be, like, working at nights, and my yeah. dad would just be home drunk. Mm-hmm. So, like, my homework was my homework, and I, like, yeah. talked to my older brothers, and very thankfully I had, like, them to, like, go through that with me. But there was always someone else that could help me go through my homework, which... Yeah. I think is important in education. And I mean, also in like middle to high school, let's not pretend students don't help each other out and cheat all the time. Yeah. Like your kids are talking to each other. <laughs> yeah. I hate that idea too, that like parents think that kids don't talk. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> you don't think that's a thing? You don't think they ask each other for help on yeah. homework stuff? Like, no, that's, uh, yeah. Very much so. Also, with, like, the way the economy is, or I guess, going right now, how would you feel about, like, what would you say to parents who are needing to go to work and, like, can't be at home with those kids? Well, that's the thing is where I really, I have no idea what that solution would be. And so in that way, I understand, like, oh, yeah, like, the push for wanting to be in person classes. Mm Mm-hmm. No, because also that also means like people who can't afford to like be home with their child at at certain points of days Mm -hmm. and be like present with them to like help them with their schoolwork also are parents that probably 
couldn't afford to cover the cost of healthcare when their child gets sick with COVID or mm-hmm. like when they get sick with COVID or like you, that's going to be more hurdles yeah. for them to jump. But I don't really know what that solution would look like. Taxing the rich. <laughs> okay, but where's the money getting dumped into? Oh, um, just so like, the wealth is more even. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay, I get it, I get it. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know, like, maybe if we just taxed the 1% a little bit more, we could extend, like, stimulus payments for people and they wouldn't have to rush back to work so that they don't get evicted from their homes. Did yeah, you, have you heard about the mass evictions? evictions in L.A.? Yeah, all over the nation. Well, especially in but L.A., I'm though, sure they're, like, giving... This, I saw this video and this guy was like, this is like, I've never seen this in my whole life living here. He's like, there's incentives to move into nice apartments. No security deposit, first month free. And I'm like, holy shit. What the f***? In LA? Yes. And, well, okay, it, and he like took burned. a video and he panned the video around and it was just like moving trucks going. People were like moving oh out of their God. apartments. Mass, mass, mass evictions. Oh my God. Right? What the? I'm just like, I really, it, it really is so bad to the point that one, landlords and real estate, like those are the most, like that's like such a... Like, the, I don't know. It's just already such a shitty industry, I guess you, you could call it. Mm-hmm. But, like, the people in that are very, they like their money. They, you know, you know, it's just landlords. Like, that's just how that works. Um, not landlords. Okay, anyhow. So, for it to be so bad that they're giving all those incentives. And then also in L.A. where, like, the population is crazy. Like, people are always, like, jumping into new places. And for them to have to, like, effectively, like, beg for people to move in is insane. Mm -hmm. Oh, my goodness. But on, like, the topic of homelessness and thinking about how probably the homeless population here in Salt Lake is going to increase. Absolutely. Makes me so worried for the winter. Oh, my God, I know. Because I remember last year, I think, in Salt Lake, it was 32 people froze to death. Or maybe more, Mm -hmm. at least. The article I saw said 32 when I checked. Like, what are we going to do? That really breaks my heart because I'm like, well, what happened for those 32 people? Like, who didn't step in to help their citizens? You know? Well, and it's like places where they can be like somewhere warmer than in the middle of Washington Square Park. Like at City Creek or somewhere like that. Like, you know, they're shooed away by the police. Yeah. Because people call the cops on homeless people and it's like, bitch, they just want to sleep. They're literally people and they just don't have homes. Like, yep, uh uh-huh. Like, nobody. Especially it's the type, it's the one, you know, just the type of person to call the police on a homeless person. It's just like, unless they are... Putting you in physical danger. Yeah, that's really... Mind your business. Correct. And But that's the thing. That's how you would treat any other person. Mm-hmm. But because they're homeless, we are... Like, you just kind of ex- expect that? Mm-hmm. Like, what's going on? Yeah. And the same goes for, like, people of color yep, and stuff. Yep, like, yep, but yep. 
that's a whole other conversation but it needs to be had honestly well the thing is it's so easy to get looped into like all these offshoots Mm -hmm. of like oh going back to school coronavirus because it's all stems from policies that are in place and systemic things yeah entirely it's all all trickle down economics let's talk about trickle down (laughs) politics well one trickle down economics that's a myth baby um (laughs) anyhow uh, isn't that what we've been trying to do give the rich more like tax breaks and then what oh right they're just richer it trickled down no 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 it's not working (laughs) trickle Um, uh anywho it's a myth but she's water bending okay trickle up baby we need to somehow tie this back to school. I know, it's getting really off, off the wheel. Misty's like, at least they didn't say the word guillotine. <laughs> On that note, we were just talking about bringing back the guillotine. Anybody in favor of it? Who would you throw in? Certainly. Stop it. <gasps> but back okay. to school. Going back to Satan's class. Mm-hmm. I don't understand how someone can force someone to go to class in the middle of a pandemic. And feel just totally okay with also, it. Also, it's like it's just fundamentally wrong for you to require a doctor's note. Like I understand you don't want people just like skipping out on class because there's a pandemic. Mm-hmm. But also, there's a pandemic, so it, it <laughs> like I have yeah. no other words. Um, also, the reality is some people don't have health insurance, so that idea of just going to the doctor because mm-hmm. you have a cough mm-hmm. um and you have to give your your professor a doctor's note like i know our student health service exists but, but it's, it's like, not it, an it's actual not, thing it's not an actual thing and it's not free it's like 15 dollars. yeah no i think Is it's it like 30. 30 but it that's still money being like, put out and it's not like an actual thing yeah. yeah like you could go there to get an aspirin you can't get there to go there to find out if i will say what last year i had three sinus infections and i went there all three times actually the fourth time i had four sinus infections mm-hmm. the fourth time i went to a different like not the school's um, health services i'm like that should say enough about health services that was okay I went before they're like just like put water in your hand and sniff it <laughs> which it's supposed to be like a neti pot like cleared out but I was like excuse me no when I went I've only been there once and <laughs> it was the day after my 20th birthday when I chopped my ear open oh and I had a gate I for reference to the audience I was walking very much under the influence. And my head just so happened to ram into a street sign and it literally sliced my ear open like on the cartilage, chunk out, chunk out. And I went in, it looked like as if somebody had like ripped an earring out of my ear cartilage. But (laughs) I went to the student health services and I was like, do you think I should go get my ear stitched closed? Because also the next day, I was supposed to leave for cheerleading nationals in Daytona, Florida. And I had a chunk out of my ear. And he was like, let it drain out. Let it air out. It needs to dry out. 
he was like, if you go get stitches, it's just going to trap all your bodily fluids in there. It needs to drain out. Which I'm getting what he meant if it was infected or something, but it was very much just a chunk out of my ear. Yeah. I ended up super gluing it, but... (laughs) And that's why you need free health services that are efficient health services, because that was definitely not the solution. I'm sure it worked out for you. Oh yeah, great, you can't even tell. (laughs) Shut up! But like, that is the reason. That is the reason um, your Satan professor cannot make it a policy that you have to have a doctor's note to show up. I mean, to not show up to class, basically. Yeah. But I also wonder, getting away from Satan, like, how things are going to work for, like, voice lessons. Yeah. Because those are, like, one-on-one, which is okay-ish, but it's also in a very small room. That's for sure. And you can't do a voice lesson with a mask on. No. I mean, you could, but it would defeat the purpose of having a voice lesson because you wouldn't be able to hear the full production of the voice. Yeah. Because I know CP is not about in-person classes. Oh, yeah. And so I'm sure... I wonder what he's doing. I wonder if they'll just give you free credits. Yeah, over (laughs) my dead body. (laughs) This school giving anybody a free credit? But, like, literally, what are you supposed to do in those scenarios? Like, what? I mean, see, the thing is, I would have been down to take a year off and come back if they had promised me that my tuition wouldn't have increased another 8% in my year off. Yeah, correct. Because it's just... There's... there's no way for me to finish out this degree and do it safely. That's a horrifying sentence. But... It is the truth. <laughs> fully the truth. But if I don't, it's like, yeah. I gotta get out of here. You guys, I gotta get out of here. <laughs> I gotta get out of here. Not Salt Lake, not Utah, just academia. <laughs> I need to get out of academia. It's all a scam. It's honestly. It's all a scam, yeah. Don't send your kids to school. Have your kid take a year off. Do a trade school. Do a trade school. Do a trade school. Have your kid take a year off. What is it going to hurt? A year behind? They're like, what? Six? What are they going to need to do by seven? They're not going to move out. Have them take a year off. Why don't you teach them about culture? Teach them about... Their, their family heritage or something. Spend some time doing that. Get to know your kid. Build a relationship. Oh, you're asking a lot, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm asking a lot out of some parents, but well, I don't know. Just do it. Be there. Find out what your kid is into. Yeah, true. I, I agree with that because honestly, I full, like wholeheartedly agree with that. I think we should just take a pause. If I it's had taken a, a pandemic. Yeah. You can't pretend like everything's normal. Not No business as usual. That doesn't exist. It's a pandemic. And if my parents had taken a pause when I was in school for like a year or something and say I went to, did everything a year later, really wouldn't have made any difference. No. Not at all. It would have just been that my parents would have had to pay for me for another year. Yeah. But... 
it, it, I just don't understand what this like thought process is that we need to be out of high school by a certain time and we need to go to college. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Like, it, it, I mean, I guess it's a system of it, but it's not going to, people start school late. Yeah. They go into kindergarten at six. Yeah. Literally, as you were saying, like, it wouldn't have changed anything. I'm like, correct. Ryan? Mm-hmm. He repeated, like, the seventh grade or the sixth grade. Yeah. I'm like, and he seems perfectly fine. And, and like, it's like. Like, we could have just, I don't know, just take a break. I just Seriously. don't understand what that idea is. And if it's, like, your kids are driving you insane There's at home while you guys there. are stuck at home together, maybe it is because you need to build a relationship with them. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. And if you're sick and tired of your kid really this much after five months, what did you do from birth to then to make (laughs) you so distanced from your child? But this isn't family therapy. But. But, yeah. It's like, when I see posts like that about parents being like, I just want my child out of here. Get them out of here, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, are you that shitty? That you can't even stand the human being and life that you created Mm -hmm. and that you have been raising. So their actions are a direct result of what you have shown them. Mm -hmm. When I see stuff like that, I want to be like, shut up. Yeah. Because some people would kill to have a kid, bitch. So take care of the one that you unfortunately brought into this world. Is that terrible to say? Um, a little, gr- like, a little intense. Yeah. But I don't disagree. Where was the lie? Yeah, exactly, exactly. It's just... I really don't understand, like... I don't know if I'm interpreting the world wrong. Like, I'm 20 years old, so I would assume by now maybe I have, like, a fundamental understanding of how uh-huh. the world works. You would hope, damn, we're paying to live now. (laughs) (laughs) You would hope we understand how it works. We're having to work. We're having to work to survive now. Correct. Um, But I'm like, are we not just playing a big Monopoly game? Are we not just playing a big game of life? Like, you know when, like, one brother gets a little too heated and then we need to take a break from the game or Mm -hmm. something? We need it. Like, is that not just what's happening? Can't, like, we just say, okay, guys, pause. I mean, but it's like, we can't. No. Because back to the system. Nobody can take a pause because we all got to work. To fuel the economy. Because... There's just a few people that have all the money. And there's dragons hoarding wealth. Mm-hmm. The rest of us are spreading around the same $3. It's unfair to dehumanize the horrible, evil billionaires that exist on this world. Oh, yeah. So, not dragons. Not dragons. Dragons are beautiful creatures. Correct. But Jeff Bezos, horrible, evil billionaires. Ugly. <laughs> ugly, shiny head. I want to smack him upside down. I, would- <laughs> <laughs> I bet if you smack Jeff Bezos upside the head, a dollar bill would pop out. Easy. I was saying a hundred. <laughs> it's not a hundred. It's like a black card. 
<laughs> one black card every time you smack Jeff Bezos. <laughs> but truly. I guess also, um, some parents do have to go return back to work and then they don't have a remote yeah. option. And so, like, having a five or, like, having a six and seven-year-old running around their ho- the house by themselves is probably not the best idea. So that would suck. But they wouldn't have to return to work if they could just, like, expand unemployment benefits until the pandemic was over. Correct. And that goes back into everything is connected. Yeah. Yeah. And same with, I was about to bring up, like, teachers. That one post that I saw that it was a teacher saying she has to go back to work because she's been laid off since April. She doesn't have a choice. She needs to go. Mm-hmm. Like, what? I, I just can't even wrap my mind around it. What kind of world, sick twist world are we living in? Oh, that hurts. I'm just going to say, like, on a lighter note. Mm-hmm. When I went to, for the audience's information, I went into one of the buildings at Westminster the other day. And it happened to be the Performing Arts Building. And the theater people were in there on their grind building a set. And I'm <laughs> just trying to understand what show is coming okay. up that they're, they're building a set for. Because I just think, like, theater people cannot not be doing theater. Okay, to be fair, like, as someone who has had a lot of close tech friends, (laughs) it's just, I'm sure they're like, well, so in my mind, looking at it from an outside view, (laughs) one, I'm like, yeah, so COVID's going to get worse in the winter, (laughs) like, in show season, because flu season, right? So yeah, there's not gonna be a show. Two, it from a tech perspective, <laughs> if there were to be a show, by some grace of God, or whatever's working above us, <laughs> they do have to be prepared. Boy oh. Scouts honor. <laughs> well is that the Scout honor? I don't fucking I don't know. I think that's a scout motto, be prepared. What's the honor? Is it different? Um, Scout, are you thinking the Scout Oath? On my honor, I will do my best. Oh my god, yes! Nothing slapped. But... On my honor, I will do my best. Okay, go ahead, go ahead. Well, I'm just like, why can't they just say no show? Yeah. What's the point of, like, hoping for it? Well, it's, like, I know for Jordan, so he does lighting design, and... They, over quarantine when I was with him, he had, like, tech meetings once a week that, like, went for planning their show in Oh, I would be so annoyed. And it's like, they're all sitting there like, yeah, this probably won't happen, but we do have to plan it just in case it does. I'm like, you're in, you go to school in Boston. Well, New York's doing pretty good, I heard. No, I heard, I, yeah, I agree with that, but I just think... I don't know about I Boston. I just think we're going to get a second wave in the winter, or, like, yeah. when it starts getting flu cold season. And I just think, like, densely popul- populated cities are going to get hit again. Hard yeah. Hard. But also on that But also note, herd immunity. Yeah. Unless it morphs really quickly, let's hope Yeah. Not. But on that note of it getting worse during flu season for all the anti-vaxxers, please, for God's sake, get your kid vaccinated. Literally. It's not going to kill them. Also, <laughs> I, oh, I'm i sorry. I found out the other day 
maybe that I'm, I'm like kind of stupid for not knowing this, but a big reason people are become anti-vaxxers are because they think vaccines give their children autism. Yes. What? Which is how is it gonna give your kid autism? Okay. No, even one, yeah. What how is that gonna happen? Two is that the worst thing in the world? Like, shut up. You have a child that is alive. Period. Oh my god. I was like, I can't. I've actually get never into even. That. Uh, that is such an obvious thing to think, but I've never thought of it. Like, no, that, because, I've always just yeah. thought it's such, like, I've always <laughs> a thought, bizarre like, bizarre idea. How is a flu shot going to give your kid autism? But also, I'm like, now that I'm thinking about that, I'm like, Damn. Because what about kids who are like, um, what do they call it? Like when you have Asperger's and stuff, high functioning? Is yeah, that yeah. what it's like technically called? What do you mean? So, uh, like autism? Like where spectrum. they're not, like, you know, because like, some, yeah, I know how the spectrum is, but like, you know, like it can be as so bad as like you're non audible, uh, yeah, like non verbal, yeah. Yeah, high functioning would mean like, um, close to like neurotypical social skills i guess but like some kids are like geniuses oh like yeah. hunter, that, that, I think hunter that's brown towards like asperger's i think oh my goodness hunter this kid i went to high school with absolute genius like speaks japanese he has like perfect pitch composes music freaking but i'm like so what about kids like that because hunter is very vocal about like people shitting on autistic people and it's like Damn. Mm -hmm. Imagine being that intelligent and hearing some... Some idiotic thing. Imbecile say they're not going to get a flu shot because they don't want their kid to be autistic. No, but yeah, like the way that autism is in the brain, it's like there are certain like areas that are just so... Literally geniuses, yes, just correct. But then like that social skill thing. Yeah. But geniuses let's leave it's just like it's autism like that's a thing that people live with and your child would be fine if somehow a vaccine gave it to you to them like yeah calm calm your role i think the discussion of schooling is just kind of a downer let's leave the people with a daily joy can i can i see yeah. What's the date? August 8th? It is August... I can't, I can't find out the date. Probably the 8th. Ooh. I don't it's know. It's the 9th, technically, because it's midnight. It just turned midnight. Oh. Well, this is coming out today. <laughs> but I like the quote from August 8th better than the one. The 9th is, a woman's best protection is a little money of her own. Which yeah. is good, but just... It's I, like... That's I don't know if that's a daily joy. That's just, yeah, independence. <laughs> August 8th, though, is I know but one freedom, and that is the freedom of the mind. And that is Antoine de Saint-Usperie. I like that. Yeah. There is but one freedom, and that is the freedom of the mind. And that's because we live in the United States of America. <laughs> I was about to say that was very empowering. I'm just kidding. Anyways. (laughs) Thank you everyone for listening. I hope just thinking about going back to school this fall for your children or your friends' children, you should just understand that it goes beyond your own household and it really expands to the household of 
their teachers, mm -hmm. janitors, support staff, administrators, other students, bus drivers, and their lives also just have, they have families too, you know? Really base your decision on what you think is best. I just feel like generally, and especially when it comes to going back to school in pandemic era, um, we have to be more cautious of like the fact that our actions are intensely connected to the outcomes of other people and that we are we are social beings we are interconnected that's how humans work and any thoughts you have about going back to school and the actions you take from those thoughts affect other people yes and the least you could do is wear a mask and mm -hmm. wash your damn hands oh.